Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome to this week's episode of The Faithful Servant Podcast. I was challenged this morning by my mentor. How can you use your vulnerability and authenticity to help others? So allow me here some time to be able to do those things right now for you. Uh, Therapy, bringing up issues that I may be struggling with this week. We were talking about why I always have to have kind of this validation if people like me or not. And see, it stems back from years and years and years ago like everything else I think in life that we struggle with, is it's not necessarily what's happening now, but it's the history of things that have happened that make what's current a struggle. So we started talking about this validation and where it comes from and why I have to have this need to have this from people. And you have to understand that my position where I'm at is I look back on history and wonder if I've ever been loved. And it goes to when I was in my mother's womb. See, this is that time period in development that we hear our mom's voice. We are attached to somebody. And when I was born, that person wasn't there. That voice that I was accustomed to wasn't there. And it's left me always trying to earn, or in some cases chase, people's acceptance. And so, My challenge, and I guess my question to anyone out there that's struggling with this, how do you find comfort? Where do you find comfort? You know, for me, I'm I'm going through times when I'm good. I can 
sit back and be calm and be rational. And then there's times where something just triggers me and I go back to that downward, downward spiral of am I worth anything? And like I was telling my mentor this morning is that's what depression is. I said, one minute I'm fine. The very next minute I am struggling. Don't know why, always. I could be sitting in Panera Bread talking with someone that I know and be breaking down. I could be sitting in Scooter's Coffee right now talking to my mentor and being able to rationalize the existence of God and all that he's done for me and be able to recognize all of that to the next minute breaking down and wondering if God is even for me. And my mentor and I are actually going through a book right now, and the chapter for this week was The Orphan's Heart. And I looked at him and I said, that's exactly how I feel every day. Like, I, I could tell you, I, I was saved November 1st, 1997. That's when I put my faith in Jesus. I could tell you that I believe in Jesus, I believe in God, that he's shown me so much over the years that he loves me. But because of my life experiences and struggling with this identity of if I'm loved by others, it challenges me to wonder if God loves me. And I looked at him and I said, it's hard because I look at the world and my perception is that for a lot of people, it's easy to have connection with other people. It's easy to have friendships for other people. It's easy to be able to get to know other people for most people. That's my perception. And I can recognize that that's my perception. And I told him, I said, and I'm envious of that. Because it's hard for me to be able to connect to people. It's hard for me to be able to develop friendships with people. And I know that 
there's a responsibility on my side to be interacting with them in a way. But there's a responsibility for the other side to interact back. And when that interaction back isn't there, there goes all of my negative beliefs. There comes all of my thoughts of, am I worth anything? Am I loved? And then I seek that validation even more, and I pursue, and I pursue, and I pursue for that validation. And I know that there's people out there right now that are listening to this that are going, yep, that's me. I struggle with getting to know people too. And I hope today when we get done with this that you can find some hope that you're not alone in this. And for those people that are listening in and that have that aspect figured out, I hope you can hear through this microphone that we might need you to connect with us. My church had a speaker come in from Houston this week and she goes around the country training people to be chaplains but uh, this week she came to the church to talk about depression and suicide prevention and helping those people go through suicide and comfort and trying to help prevent a serious, serious disease. And the one thing that she kept hitting on throughout this whole hour was we as a body need to do a better job of connecting So for those people out there, I, I plead with you right now that if you see someone struggling and you know they might be struggling, it's exhausting for us to be able to do it. It's exhausting for us to be able to reach out and say, hey, do you wanna go get coffee? We're already tired. But the importance of connection for people that struggle with depression can be the difference between life and death. It can be the difference between being unselfish and selfish. It 
and you might wonder what I mean by that. When I'm vulnerable and I'm authentic right now, I'll say the same thing to you guys that I said to my mentor this morning. The reason why I'm vulnerable, the reason why I'm authentic to the point of this is because I know the alternative. I lived it. The alternative is to isolate myself. It's to close the world off. It's to put all of my thoughts inside me and not voice them out. It's to eventually live a life of constant thoughts of wanting to take my own life. So why am I authentic and vulnerable? It's because I'm choosing each day to not live in that life. It's me choosing to reach out and try to be able to help others that might be struggling. It's me choosing to find purpose in life. It's me choosing to say, God, use me, even though I'm struggling, use me. And I hear God speaking back to me. through all those people that are willing to listen and connect back. I hear God in his word in Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And to try to bring some humor into this conversation is my first thought was, is God right-handed? Because he's always talking about Jesus sitting to the right hand of him. He's always talking about using his right hand to pull people up. I'm sorry to all those left-handed people out in the world right now, but God is right-handed. And I hope you can find the humor in that. But what I do hear is a God who, even in the midst of my struggles, is saying to me, you are not alone. That orphan heart that you have, that abandonment that you struggle with all of your life, I am your God. And I'm never going to leave you. In fact, I'm not only going to not leave you, but when you are struggling and you are weak, I'm going to give you strength and I'm going to be able to pull you up out of that.
And here's here's something for you people that out there that are struggling right now that I've always struggled with. I have an overthinking mind that seems to go fast. The power of our mindset matters. What we speak to ourselves, what we put into our mind matters. So what are you putting into your mind? Are you filling it with more negative thoughts? Are you filling it with drugs, alcohol? Are you filling it with things that aren't going to give you any strength? Or are you filling it with God? Are you filling it with serving others? Or even in your midst of your struggle, are you filling your mind with positive thoughts of yourself. The second is that aspect of connection matters. Are you extending yourself even when it feels like the rest of the world isn't? And yeah, it's exhausting, it's tiring, but you do have a responsibility in this. Are you connecting yourself with God? Are you connecting yourself with other people to be there? Are you inviting people out and I think that's one of the things that I, I've, I struggle with. I struggle with even recognizing who is for me. But I still make that effort to invite people to coffee, just to be able to have that connection. So my challenge to you is if you're in that place right now and you're going, the world doesn't care, find one person and show them you care. You care about yourself. Pick that one person that you know is not going to judge you for where you're at in life. Pick that one person that is always going to listen to you. Pick that one person that will allow your feelings to be heard without judgment. And like I said earlier, if you're on the other end of the spectrum, if you see someone struggling, if you see someone just doesn't seem right on their face try to make them smile and connect with them 
you know, the, like the speaker was saying is when you're, say, sitting at church and, and you've got a group of people that you go and have brunch with every Sunday, and yet you see someone that's struggling, are you, are you walking right past them? Are you asking them to go? Or are you saying, we would really like you to join us? Don't give them a choice. Tell them, we would really like you to come with us. We would like you to be there with us. We would like you to connect with us. Take that chance. Take that risk. Because like I said, it could be the difference between life and death at that moment for that person. And the last thing that I'm going to say is what I hear in this verse from Isaiah. Do not fear. There's an element of grace that we have to be able to give ourselves. To say, okay, today's not good. This moment is not good. But it's going to pass. And I don't have to fear that anymore. I can be okay not being okay. I can be completely uncomfortable in my uncomfortableness. There's a lot of people out there that are struggling right now. And my prayer today is for each and every one of you. I get it. I'm living it. And I hear you. And my encouragement to you is you have a God that loves you. You have a God that's always there for you. When the rest of the world might seem they're detached from you, God is not. Take comfort in that. Find that peace of mind that says, okay, I don't need to fear. This will pass. Don't go down that road of isolation. Try to open yourself up to be authentic, to be vulnerable with one person. For me, it's being able to be behind a microphone and being able to speak to people this way. It allows me to get my thoughts out. It allows me that time to be able to unwind. And I know that with myself being authentic, being vulnerable, 
I might be able to touch someone's heart. I might be able to help someone in a time of need. And I know that I'm doing what God wants. And I know at the end of the day, I'll get to hear those words, well done, my faithful servant.